produces tailored solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help. Call EBIA Hearing and Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. You know it's going to be a good day when someone says, hey, let's do lunch at Frackleton's. Open for lunch at 11 a.m., Frackleton's has new creative lunch ideas throughout the Frack Lunch menu, helping you stay focused and energized while recharging both your body and your mind for the rest of your busy day. And have one of the best darn lunches anywhere in Sheridan. The best of the best in the West. Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. This is Stella Montano inviting you to join AARP for a free movie screening of Dear Sirs. Wyoming filmmaker Mark Pedri bikes across France and Germany to tell the story of his grandfather, an American prisoner of war during World War II. Join us for this fun and educational event Wednesday, July 27th at the Wyo Theater. Movie starts at 645 with question and answer session to follow. Walk-ins are welcome or register ahead at aarp.cventevents.com slash Sheridan. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the Collision Center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier collision center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply in person at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer Chevrolet. 107 East Dowser. Hammer's is an equal opportunity employer. Whoa, it's that time of year. Time to break out that old bed, dress it up, and get your team together for the 2022 edition of the Beds Along the Bighorns Bed Race. Friday, July 15th, $500 goes to the winning team, 100 to the best-dressed team. Pick up a copy of the rules and your entry information today at the Sheridan Media offices or online at SheridanMedia.com. Beds Along the Bighorns, sponsored in part by your friends at Craftco Metal Services and Sheridan Media. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning, I am joined by the Chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Koltiska, and Captain Tom Ringley. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Floyd. Uh, now, uh, how did the 4th of July weekend go for the Sheridan Police Department? Uh, pretty busy weekend? It was, um, the Fort July, arrest-wise, the 4th of July weekend is usually pretty slow for us. Cause I think a lot of people go out of town and also, much like New Year's Eve, they it's one of the two nights where people make solid plans on how to get home safely. Um, we had three DUI arrests, which is par for the course for uh, any weekend. Um, and actually two of those people were from out of town. And then we, we had two public intoxication arrests. So it was pretty quiet. We did have a, I think six over 60 fireworks calls, <laughs> 60 um, fireworks yeah. calls. I was going to ask about the fireworks. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's in violation of city ordinance, but it, it's, um, we do our best on top of all the other calls we have to to, to find the people and either cite them or ed, educate them. But it, it's it's tough to catch them the way sound carries in town. But overall, um, it was a relatively peaceful weekend, all, all things considered. I didn't do very much. I stayed home. What did you guys go out and do? I actually went to Ranchester. They did a great they had show. had a great show great out there? Show. Yeah, so they did a fantastic job. So 
I'm just curious what things are going to be like for us, especially in town with the the no fireworks at the question center this year. Um, you know, the changes dynamics of people's behavior once in a while. Mm-hmm. We were kind of qu- curious what that was, what was going to happen in general. And it didn't have any impact on on the calls for service for the police department. So that was that was a good thing. Um, you know, it was pretty much business as normal for more folks for most 4th of July's in Sheridan. Which is great. And, it, it, you know, it is one of those weekends, like you were saying, you kind of expect a, a lot more drinking, uh, you know, happening. But people tend to plan ahead for for this type of stuff. Th- now, that being said, uh, just to go in like a philosophy or an idea, do you think the majority of DUIs, uh, based on that information, are actually more like, well, I didn't mean to get this drunk? Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to have to go drive home. There's a lot of people that just um, lose track of what they've consumed. And, and your judgment, obviously, with impairment, your judgment Goes out changes. the window, yeah. yeah I don't want to say go out the window completely, but it changes. And, you know, yeah, they're, 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 that's, that does happen. Make a bad call. Yeah, yeah. They, they, make a, they make a mistake and a judgment error. Yeah. Well, uh, you also took part in uh, some security, I believe it was a Thursday night for the forum that was happening, how did that go? Yeah, and, and it's it, it went really well. Um, there's this kind of a misconception that we um, why we're there, and I've had quite a few out of town um, media outlets try to get me to say that the Sheridan Police Department was deciding who got to enter the facility and who didn't, and we weren't even providing security. Sheridan College and Dr. Trilley did a fantastic job planning the event, and they had their own security consultants. We were there to keep the peace, and there's a difference. We weren't limiting um, which individual person got to go into the event and which one didn't or who had ac- access to whom. Um, None of those decisions we, were we, up to you at all. We, we were there to keep the peace, and like um, any large event, Chief Kultiska assigns the resources to it, um, and we um, do our job, which is to keep the peace. Execute the mission. I yeah, mean, yeah. 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 There was um, – there was no um, uh, major um, or sorry, credible threats to any of the candidates beforehand, um, and the PB, once again, PBS and the college had contingency plans on on um, wh- it, whether when the event would go forward or if it would be stopped, and it was very successful. And the the main benefit to us out of this is besides the fact that we got to do our job was we planned a big event with the college. Um, it's something we we hadn't done before. Um, we used the incident command system, and it, w- it was highly effective. Really? Yes. So you got to put all of that to test um, yes. w- what was just theory before. Yeah, and also a huge thanks to the uh, Wyoming Highway Patrol and the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office, who also um, were, were part of the planning process and, and uh, part of the manning. Well, I'm glad that went well, and I'm glad that you were able to yeah. actually you know, publicly voice just exactly what the Sheridan PD was there to do. Uh, because, uh, yeah, you know, I can only imagine uh, with some of the, the national media coverage that that forum received. I could only yeah. imagine the phone calls that you guys have received. And, and from our standpoint, the other interesting was there were uh, three – there's a t- team from the Capitol Police. Um, yeah. U.S. Capitol Police. Yeah. US, who really gave us a lot of insight on um, on uh, planning these large events and, and how they um, keep their um, – their dignitary safe. Really? So yeah. you were able to sit down and kind of have a, a powwow slash, I guess, learning information trade? Yes. How cool is that? 
uh, a rare opportunity there. Is is extremely beneficial to us. Yeah. They deal with something completely different on a daily basis than what we face. They, they, they do. Um, <laughs> I, I think some of the people um, on, on the team were at the uh, Capitol on January 6th, if, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and, wow. Um, so they've, they've done everything from that to um, coming to Sheridan and looking at the mountains that they can't visit because they're busy and, and, yeah. and, um, yeah. and, 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 and helping us with, with this event. Well, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe some of them fell in love with the area and we'd get some of them uh, moving over here. I think that would be a pretty good addition. Now, uh, Rodeo Week is next week, and that's going to go from July 11th to July 17th. Now, what should residents and visitors expect from the Sheridan Police Department during that week? So most people that have been around for a while kind of know the operations that we run with Rodeo. Uh, you know, we bring in extra personnel. Because we're, you know, we're dealing with a lot of people, and we just don't have the resources necessary to, to handle those. So we will be bringing in a few extra officers from Gillette each night, Friday and Saturday night. So they'll see an, an, an increased presence in officers. But it's going to look somewhat different this year. Uh, you know, no permits, no, um, no permits were requested for any events on Main Street. Wow. Which is a departure from what has been in place for maybe the last eight or ten years. Yes. Uh, when we started blocking Main Street and Grinnell off. You know, there's a there's a general misconception we've talked about on here before too that that street dance was a city run event or a police department organized event. And that's not how those events work. We provide consultation with event holders on how to establish best practices for the service of alcohol for they hire their own security, how to how to set events up to ensure that if we do have to get a fire truck right down the middle of, of this event that you know, setting the stages and, and the service areas in place. So that's the role of the police department. And, and the biggest role is to make sure that people are having a good time within the bounds of the law, you know, that people aren't getting mm-hmm. out of control and it's a safe event for everybody. That's our overriding goal for everything is to make sure it's a safe event. So we do have an increased presence because we're dealing with large volumes of people. And there's there will be events going on around the city at different locations, but it's not one mass congregation on Main Street. And so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a throwback to... To the street dances or the days of the old when Main Street is still going to be open, and the ones I remember in my youth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, so, uh, you know, we're we're expecting all all the events that are being held. We've we've worked with them before with the the permit um, people who've requested the permits. We know that they're going to have good solid events that are, we've we start this planning way in advance. So, we're we're confident that it's going to be a, a fun, safe event for all of our residents and our visitors in town. Are the team excited about the upcoming rodeo? Our team is flying excited. <laughs> our team is so even killed. <laughs> That's it, kind of a good it, thing, it, isn't it? it, it? That's it, exactly it, what it's you hard want to tell. Um, they, they they like it because it gives them a chance to work with people on other teams that they that yeah. they don't see a lot because we we do cancel days off for the week. Um, but our everyone we have is so professional that it, it's hard to tell. I mean, there's the things we won't repeat that we hear in the report. <laughs> um, generally, they're it, they're very um, professional, and it, it, it's another assignment for them. Yeah. Uh, so it, actually, Chief uh, Danny Keller and myself are probably the most excited because we get to get out of the office and at least drive around a little bit um, and, and, and work uh, on a, on a first-line basis with some of our newer officers who we, we haven't really worked with. Yeah, you know, it's just a long it's just a long weekend, yeah. and there's a lot. Of, when days off are canceled, you know, the officers are working extra hours maybe in one or two extra shifts when you only have two days off. I know it fell 
the way the, the the schedule fell, there was a team that worked their regular shift of three on, and then they would have had Thursday and Friday off. But both those nights, their days off were canceled both those nights. And then they went right back to work. So they were working seven days straight, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So you're just very tired. Oh, yeah. And so but mo- for the most part, you know, we, we know what our expectations are. It's, it's you know, there's some quite – we're going to be curious to see how this how this year goes with being different. But, you know, th- we know what to expect. We know there will be people that will, will go out and have a great time and make all the proper plans in advance, and we will have zero issues. And there are others who – won't necessarily make those same judgment calls. And now one thing that I do want people to understand, it wasn't the Sheridan PD's call uh, to not have a street dance. Correct. I mean, I, it's you guys had no, nothing to do with, it. Nothing to do with this. Uh, and we're just uh, discussing the problems that uh, street dance can pose to the public uh, and how the police have to be on site to make sure that that event is safe. If you've ever gone to a street dance... I think you know the situations that I'm talking about. We've all seen them happen. Uh, what are some of the most common incidences that you really ran into during some of these street dance? You know, it's kind of faded in recent years, but fights were very prevalent fights, for yeah. the longest time. I mean, they're, they're still, they still do happen, um, you know, especially when people in close quarters like that, the chance of, of somebody getting upset over being bumped or whatever. But fight, And with alcohol come fights. So that that's pretty common. Underage consumption of alcohol is really still continue. The kids that do kids get, get lost in, in the crowd. Or and get it or, or, fa- or fake IDs. Mm-hmm. Um, so get, people seem to forget that there's not a different set of rules for Rodeo Week. The same right. statutes right. and ordinances apply year-round. Um, and we know it's a week where everybody has a good time, but everyone's expected to still act responsibly and to be considerate of the, the people, um, the rest of the people in the crowd. Um, it's we, we understand it. It's people like to have alcohol. I do. Um, yeah. But we, we I do so responsibly, and I definitely don't have any impact on anyone else around me. Um, it's not the week to come up and kind of poke the cops, so, so to speak. Right, um, right. Nor is any other week. We we, we want to be nice and professional people, but um, we um, our officers aren't expected to, uh, to sit there and take abuse, which we, we rarely do. Yeah. Um, it seems like when it does come up, whether people complaining about a, a law or an ordinance, it, it's during Radio Week. Really? Um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty interesting. Or, or people come up and tell us who they are and um, what their opinion is on the police, or and that's fine. People can have their opinion, but they're we we do expect we our officers don't have to let anyone with an arms breach of them. Yeah. Um, you know how drunks kind of yeah or people when intoxicated. I was get, a close get, talker get, when get I was a drinker. <laughs> yeah. So. We're very cognizant of having a positive working environment for our officers and a positive environment for the 99% of the community to, to enjoy a, an awesome week. I mean, and, I, and I would say that the people that are that do have different opinions and don't like necessarily the rules to follow, they're trumped tenfold by the people that come up to yeah. us and shake our hands and thank us yeah. for being there. And, and you know, so it's it is good. It's it's great opportunity for the officers to get out and interact with the community and the public and keep the, and help you know help that whole situation be a safe environment for everyone community policing something that we've talked about uh, on the show quite a bit uh it's a practice that i i really enjoy and the more i learn about it i think uh, uh you know i know that we're we're technically a city but we're still kind of small town america and it's really nice to know <clears throat> that our police have this philosophy 
that is set within the fraternity up at our SPD, that we can have that interaction together. Uh, mutual respect all the way around. Um, it, it, I mean, it doesn't really need to go any farther than that. Uh, and, right. and everyone has a good time. Now, uh, the open container ordinance has not been lifted citywide, correct? That's correct. And that is something that uh, I really wanted to get out today. So w- what does this mean as far as, as people drinking, wandering around with an open beer? It's rodeo week. I get to... And it's a common situation that we encounter, people traveling from one event to the other with a, with a container. They may have just bought a drink at one venue and decided to go to another one, or their friends decided to, and they didn't want to get left behind. When we see those, uh, you know, we tell them, hey, the open containers are only valid within the permitted areas of where these events are, ca- are happening. Um, we'll ask them to dispose of it. Um, they can it be issued a citation. We try to educate and inform, just like we've mm-hmm. said on here multiple times before. We will try to do that first. Our, um, and, you know, often, more often than not, we get complete cooperation. They're like, oh, I know I just paid five bucks for that, but here, I'll just let me dump it right here or let me pour it out. Slam and it at the it, gate, it, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, or on, we don't encourage that. <laughs> exactly. Do, do, we, don't we, do yeah, that. We ask yeah. them not to. We don't, we don't tell them to just shotgun it, you know. <laughs> um, so we, you know, but they, they within the confines of each venue, that's where the open containers are authorized. So traveling to and from, I mean, we, you oftentimes we encounter groups in parking lots that are tailgating in a parking lot. That's uh, not, yeah. you cannot do that. And and they can be cited or re- or can be arrested, but we Open containers most often the citation. Mm-hmm. Just a simple, hey, pour it out for me, man. Yeah. And, and that's what we try. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pretty simple. Uh, now, it, it, there will be designated sites. Uh, have Have there been a lot of permits for individuals looking to maybe expand, like beer gardens or there, stuff like th- that? There are um, more events, but smaller events, and we're really not going to. Uh, the reason I won't tell the media where all the events are because I don't want to leave anyone out. Right, yes, um, totally understand. But I will yeah. tell you... They um, will be around, though. For, uh, there, there will be... A, our signs are new. They're, they're vertical signs, so people have to keep an eye out for them. For, uh, free ride homes, uh, vans picking people up on Friday and Saturday nights at Maine and Grinnell. On Friday night, somewhere in the vicinity of the 100 block of East Lauks. Um, near, the, near the Pony. Yeah. Near the Pony. And then on Saturday night, somewhere near um, Blacktooth. And and they're they're not the old uh, banner type signs we we used to have. Um, they're a bit more modern looking and and they're they're vertical. And if the the vans we will have two vans running. They take people anywhere in the city for free. If the van's not there at that exact moment, um, they will be shortly. Give it a little bit yeah. and they'll show we up. We give about three hundred rides a um, a radio weekend, and we'd actually like to give more. Wow. All right. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. When we return, we will continue with the Sheridan Police Department. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities and, more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
Luckily, a true daughter of Wyoming, Harriet Hageman, is hoping to do just that. Harriet Hageman is a fourth-generation Wyomingite. She was raised on a ranch outside of Fort Laramie. Harriet Hageman attended Casper College on a livestock judging scholarship and then the University of Wyoming for her bachelor's and law degrees. Harriet has spent most of her career protecting those who put food on our table and gas in our cars against federal government overreach. Liz Cheney, she can't find Wyoming on a map. She has spent most of her life inside the Beltway. She's more interested in furthering the establishment agenda than ruffling feathers. Harriet Hageman gets it. She gets us. Harriet knows what we want, what we need. Let's send her to Congress to represent us. I'm Harriet Hageman, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Hageman for Wyoming. They're not just there at tax time. Cloud Peak Accounting's professional staff is available year-round to help you with your business accounting, personal records, and ranch accounting, too. With their easy-to-use website, it's easy to do business with them, and they're currently accepting new clients. Don't have time to come in to meet with them? Don't worry. You can even do business with Cloud Peak Accounting from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. Now's the time to start those projects you've been dreaming about. Excavation, landscaping, or home improvement. Wagner Ranch Services has the materials. Wagner Ranch Services carries many types of gravel, scoria, topsoil, and landscaping products. Check out Wagner's landscaping display where you can view a variety of landscaping materials that can be picked up from the yard or delivered. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane, 307-752-2787. Open Monday through Friday from 7 to 5. This week on the Weekend Sports Ramp Podcast, I reflect on an American hero, that hero being Joey Chestnut, of course, as he gobbled down 63 glizzies with a ruptured tendon in his leg, a true hero. Then I get a little bit into the MLB as we hit the halfway point for most teams, and then a little bit into conference realignment in college sports. My thoughts and more on the Weekend Sports Ramp Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends over there at Eliason Financial. This morning, I am joined by the chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Koltiska, and Captain Tom Ringley. We've been discussing the upcoming Wyo Rodeo Week and what that means for our local PD. Now, uh, we talked a little bit about Main Street uh, and and how... We're not going to have the big street dance out there this year, but also it isn't blocked off at all. Uh, and and is that just because we're just not going to be experiencing that big uh, street dance, or that primarily, um, you know, some of the other events are off of Main Street at different varying locations, or you know, in close proximity, but not directly on it. So we feel that it, it can be uh, the street can be open in a safe manner, and then we're gonna we're gonna move forward with that plan. You know, last year there was not an event requested to put music or service areas out on main street but we kind of figured we'd ease the community norm into and and we still the the main street was still blocked off even though there were no events on there um just to kind of ease the thought into everybody's minds because that's so this year we just don't feel that they're you know 
don't believe that there will be a need. I think most people will be off of Main Street. Well, I, I totally agree with that, and I think that's a brilliant idea to kind of ease them off because I can remember, uh, uh, you know, if something is done for, what, three decades, even two decades, people get rather used to it. Yeah. Where it's like, I know Main Street's going to be shut off, so at this time, on this day, you'll get the random person just wanting to, believing what they're doing is right, wandering into the middle of the street thinking, well, I'm just the first one. When now it's, no, you're the only one. Right. <laughs> the Main Street is not blocked off this year for Rodeo Week. Uh, now, uh, these smaller events that have been spread throughout Sheridan, is there any concern uh, uh, from the PD that this will increase uh, a DUI possibility? If, if someone's, uh, we're down at this event to, today, but we also want to go to this one over here. Well, of course, it's the... From a statistics standpoint, the more people that drink, and we know this through tracking um, alcohol sales revenue, um, the more people drinking, the more DUIs we make. Um, it's just—it's it's just a natural yeah. occurrence. Yeah, it's, it's just, that's why summer weekends are busier uh, DUI times and winter D D weekends are more people in town and more people drinking, which is fine. Um, it is is what it is. Um, I will say that. Um, Two of the events on, on Friday and Saturday are pretty long-standing um, um, at the um, on Alger and on Lauks, and they've always done a fantastic job um, in, in mitigating over service. One of the events isn't even serving alcohol; um, it's it's just a um, enough and coming country singer. So we're hoping that we don't arrest anybody. Our, our, right? Our, yeah. Our, the our, ultimate our, goal. The goal of any police department is the absence of. Of, of crime. Yeah. Um, so through education and providing free ride homes and uh, people being re uh, responsible, then we, we hope not to arrest anybody. And there is that misconception out there that, uh, you know, officers are just standing, waiting around for the opportunity when it's the exact opposite. We, we pay the bare minimum amount of attention to how many arrests an individual officer makes during the course of a month. And trust me, if you think any officer likes to do DUI paperwork, yeah. that would right. be a general misconception as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's paperwork in general is the number one complaint I think any officer has. So uh, over and above everything, though, is, you know, every DUI that's on that road is an unsafe condition for not just the people in that vehicle, but for the people that are traveling around the area. And that is the number one goal is to make it safe. I don't want, I've and I've had to do it in my career, and so has the captain, to knock on a door of a parent and tell uh. them their their child was killed because of a drunk driver, and it's horrible, and, and it never leaves you, and so I don't ever want to. I, I I would love it to not have any of my officers at that department ever have to give deliver that message again to any parent, or or any person that a family member they've lost a family member, um, and I really don't want to have a parent have to get that knock on the door from us at I 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't, I couldn't even imagine. Because when it's, when, when they see you walking up and they, and they see you at the door at 2 a.m., they don't think good things. Yeah. They yeah. know something's wrong. The police aren't coming to pay a visit at yeah. 2 a.m. One of our prosecutors has a great term that she kind of introduced, and it's the unforced error. And that's truly what a DUI is. It's just an, it's an unforced error. There's no pressure on people to drink and drive. Um, especially this week when we have free rides home. We have the uh, safe rides home all year anyway. 
Um, but it's really out in force for, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's so easy to prevent and it's, it's just by, you can prevent it by not doing something, which yeah. is drinking or which is driving, drink all you like in a responsible manner, but don't drive. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, if, if, if you need it, folks, they hold victims impact panels and I've, uh, I've sat in on one of those and they, they change you. They really do. They really, really do. So uh, one more time, Captain. What are we looking for when it comes to those signs for a free ride home? I really want folks to know what to look for. Um, they're vertical signs. Um, they call them those quill signs? Quill signs. Do they look like yes. a quill pen stuck, oh, in, gotcha. like okay. quill yeah. pen stuck in an ink jar? Like the old bus stop down here. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep, that's what they look like. And they're on a free stand. Yep. Please don't take them. <laughs> Leave <laughs> them where they're at, We need folks. them next year. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So. so just uh, look for those, and there'll be locations uh, where? Uh, it's Friday and Saturday night, Maine and Grinnell. Friday night in the vicinity of the Pony, and Saturday night in the vicinity of the Blackfoot Brewery. It's super easy. Yeah, folks. walk walk 100 meters to save a night in jail. Yep, and and uh, and maybe save your own and yeah, somebody else's. And again, be patient and be nice to our drivers. They're a great couple who have done this for us for multiple years. Um, and be nice, and but yeah, be patient. They've got a lot of people to give rides to, but they will get to you. They will come around. We will get you home safe. All right, uh, Chief Captain, thank you both for coming in today. Thanks be safe you, out Floyd. there, and uh, all my best in the upcoming week, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. All right, when we return, we're going to speak to the Advocacy and Resource Center. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it in. At Eliason Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard, just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, Visit Eliason Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Tax planning is not just tax preparation. With the changes due to tax reform over the last few years, you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business. We offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. The rodeo is part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo anymore. The YO is bigger, better, and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for the world champion Indian relay races, high-stakes BRCA action, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. you got to be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. 
call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Hi, this is Sheridan County Under Sheriff Levi Dominguez. Last year, Sheriff Alan Thompson announced his retirement and endorsed my campaign to run for sheriff. I'm truly humbled for this opportunity and look forward to serving as your next sheriff with a focus on continuing a community approach to law enforcement, maintaining local, state, and federal partnerships, and leadership development and training for our staff. I would appreciate your vote August 16th. To learn more, please visit my website at levidominguezforsheriff.com or find me on social media. Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff. Hammer Chevrolet is an opening in the Collision Center for a body shop technician. This is Sheridan's premier collision center. You're working with the best technicians in the business. Hammer's offers a great employee-centered working environment with benefits that include a generous 401k, outstanding Blue Cross Blue Shield health insurance, paid time off, a very lucrative signing bonus for the right candidate. Come work with the best collision team around. Apply in person at Hammer Chevrolet Collision Center next to Hammer Chevrolet, 170 South. Hammers is an equal opportunity employer. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Brought to you by our friends out there at Elias and Financial. With me for the second part of our show this morning is Advocacy and Resource Center Executive Director and one of my favorite people, Yvonne Swanson. Good morning. And Victim Advocate, Brittany Hamilton. How are you this morning? Good. Oh, Excited man. to be here. Good. <laughs> it's, always, it's always good to know that people do get excited to come on the show. Oh, uh, I wish I could be a radio star. <laughs> really? I mean, I could, yeah. You've got the voice for it. Well, I have the face. Oh, no. What? <laughs> well, nowadays, I can say I can say yes nowadays because we live stream. I know you all do. All over everywhere. It is great. fun. It is. And uh, now, how are things down at the center? I know that is a, always a very strange question to ask, right? Because uh, the center exists because bad things happen and you're yes. there to help us through it. Yes. But how are things going? You know, things are going as good as they can be. Um, You know, we're just starting out our new fiscal year. We are still crazy busy. Um, We're definitely in the middle of some criminal cases. Um, But on top of that, we we do assist victims who just come in. Anybody who's looking for assistance with safety or trauma or just questions about their relationship or if if we have ideas or if we think that it's a healthy relationship or not healthy relationship and just questions. So we are always having people bringing um, their friends, their coworkers in and just wanting us to talk and chat with them. It's also rummage sale season. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Brittany loves rummage sale season. <laughs> so much. So we do accept some donations, but we have a very small donation room. So um, we do appreciate a phone call ahead of time to make sure that we have room for donations. But if we can't use them, secondhand blessing and places like that help and assist our victims free of charge. So we do have other places that we can send victims to to get items if they need them when we're, we help relocate or they just don't have clothes or they need job clothes or things like that too. So we, we do accept monetary donations all the time. Yeah. And clothing donations sometimes because we've got the about half the size of your office. Oh, wow. Here um, for clothing and then some furniture and items like that. And clothing for for anyone of, of any age, uh, yes. because there are families that mm-hmm. show up at your door as yes. well, aren't there? Yes. And sometimes the the victim has had to just get the kids with what we were wearing. Um, Correct. And sometimes know. not a whole lot. Sometimes, sometimes I've it's met, just pajamas. I've right? met yeah. women not wearing shoes um, in their jammies they and to just grab the their baby in a diaper. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, yeah, so. And 
that kind of brings us to to the next question. For those who don't know, uh, you talked a little bit about what you guys do up there at the Advocacy Center. Elaborate for, for some of our listeners who may not know, this isn't just for a relationship-type situation either, is it? Right. If I'm having trouble in a court case or I feel like I'm not being heard, I can come to you. You can. Um, we are not attorneys, and we'll say that, that the yep, we will I've say that right out. Right here. Not like, we are not attorneys, yep. and we cannot give legal advice. However, we have experienced the court system, and we have an idea of how things work. So usually, they might say, "I'm having problems with a custody issue," or "I'm having problems with this," or, um, and and of course, we have some legal. Um, resources Mm -hmm. through the Coalition Against Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault where they can fill out like a financial aid um, application to receive some services that way. And of course, like... And we can write letters to, like we'll write letters for our victims to help advocate to these places on, you know, why why they should get a lawyer, which is great um, because sometimes they don't know how to put it in... in, in the appropriate words for that yeah. type of thing, which mm-hmm. is fine. And so we can advocate for them, which can help. It's, it's, it's a big help, I think. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. And, and, you know, if somebody's in that situation, unfortunately, they've been pushed to a point of desperation that a lot of people don't understand. Well, by the time, there, huh? yeah, by the time they reach us, they've, they've kind of gone through all their other resources and they're like, where do we go now? Now what? Right? Now, yeah. yeah, because I've gone to law enforcement, I've done this, I've done that, and I'm, I'm still struggling. So what are some other things? And that's what's so amazing about the advocates at the Advocacy and Resource Center is we know our resources and we know our community. And so it might ne- not be something that we can help with, but we will work hard to help you find the appropriate resource mm-hmm. to help you through a, a situation. Because although we, it might not fit in our scope of services as far as like a violent crime, but we can still respect that it's causing trauma or fear or a safety issue. And then we can always work and look towards resources for that. Like we had, um, oh shoot, I think it was like last fall, several people... Um, working with elderly clients and things like that, that maybe there was some fraud or mm-hmm. there was oh, some wow. some yeah. instances where they felt like they were being taken advantage of or financially or, yeah. um, you know, things like that. So resources look different when you are on a fixed income or when you have a disability or things like that. So we attend meetings and organizational um things and health fairs and stuff like that too so that we know our resources to better help other people so you're constantly on the search for those kinds of things as well Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. always looking for an open door when it's there now uh you know one situation that comes to mind uh if uh, and uh, as a father i know that uh, everything that i say to to my daughter will always be taken well you're a dad. You're dad. That's right. the way that you think because you're dad. If a father or a mother feels that uh, their their child doesn't matter because it could be you know male or female is involved in a relationship that they feel is unhealthy and they voice that, a lot of times the child will just say, "Well, that's because you're my parent." 
Right. And mm-hmm. that's why you feel that. You don't really know what's going on. Right. This is an obscure question, but is the advocacy center available to where I could take that child down there and say, look, I need an outside perspective. Sure. I need someone to explain to my child, to my friend, that this this isn't healthy. And now, now I understand that, you know, people have the right mm-hmm. to date who they wish and, and mm-hmm. how they wish. But if we see those types of situations, and I know, I know, Yvonne, you've had to have been in that where you're like, oh, girl, you don't oh, yeah. realize what path you're walking down. Oh, sure. or, or, boy, you don't realize where well, you're Well, I headed. experienced it with my own son. Like, oh, boy, she's crazy. You're right. Like, yeah. don't. You know, but you can't. You can't tell them what to do because no, they're going to run that. Because as I would run the direction, my parents would tell me not to run. And short answer, yes. And we do talk about healthy relationships and healthy boundaries and things like that and just um, safety for your own self. And we are open for anybody to bring a child or a family, whatever, in to have talks like that. However, we can't force a young person to listen to us. Right, exactly. So, so just to be aware of that. But I'll let Brittany talk about a little bit what she does in the schools. Because right, the, okay. Right, because what they're doing in the schools is quite amazing. Because what does a healthy relationship look like? How do I know if I'm getting gaslit? Right. It's such it's such a broad topic. And so what we do is we go into the schools um, and we cater to different um, grade levels. So like my presentation to the juniors and seniors isn't going to look like the ones we do to junior high students. Um, so let's say we go into the junior high, you know, we're just going to introduce the topic of boundaries, healthy relationships, um, kind of what's going on now. And we at the center, um, especially um, Shelby, too, you know, she we all like to get um losing my train of thought here, we like to be in the now with where the kids are at. So that way we can meet them where they are, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, you know, like what social media platform kids, are they using? Yep. Yeah. Like what social media platform is popular? What's the lingo like? What's the, um, you know, the hangout places that people like to go to? Because if we can keep in with that, then we can relate to them better when we're doing presentations. And um, a lot of during these presentations afterward, we'll have kids come up and be like, wow, I didn't know that. Or, oh, I'm, I'm in a relationship right now how do I do that or they'll openly ask questions in front of a group that we're just like whoa like didn't know you were going to go there and I think it's because we're so open and we just meet them where they're at like it's not we're not super formal when it comes to that with them we like to just present this open platform for them to ask these questions and the schools have been super receptive um, and amazing to allow us to come in and and present to all types of grade levels. So I hope we can continue that going forward. For I sure. do too, because uh, you know, the way that you guys are approaching this is the exact way, in my opinion, that it needs to be done. Uh, you know, you've got the, uh, you've got some individuals who believe, well, they should just be forced to sit down and listen. Well, if you've ever had children, if you've ever had a teenager, that's not going to work. They might do it, but it's it, one ear out the other, and, and they're not going to see the world from your perspective. That's just right. the way it is. I, I used to say I've, I've got like 30 seconds. I've got like 30 seconds for them to hear what I have to say. They're going to ch- they're going to shut me off. And, they're, and, yeah. Yeah. and yep. I mean, they'll sit there and they will be respectful and they will appear to be listening. But they're already thinking They've about checked something. Out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. But but that's what's amazing about our presentations is they're super engaging and they're real. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, as advocates, we know that our world isn't butterflies and roses all of the time. Yeah. And 
even if you think back of like growing up, like I could tell you the things that I learned on the school bus. Yep. And they weren't things that my mom and dad were teaching me. And and I think parents make the mistake of trying to hold back because they want to protect their kids. Unfortunately, the rest of the world might not be. Exactly. And yeah. so having having an open conversation with kids so that they're better prepared to okay, my mom is teaching me this, and now I'm being faced with this. Now I have the tools to deal with this because I know that this thing isn't good because of what my parents taught me, but now I know that I have the tools to to be better or to set that boundary or to be like, no, thank you. I do not want to go with you in your car. Exactly. No, thank you. I don't need that. Like, you know, because I think that's, I mean, uh, as I was growing up, my parents didn't teach me that. They were like, this is Jesus, this is the way, and this is what you do. Like, And so if I was had another um, situation, I didn't know what to do. You didn't have tools. Yeah. I didn't have tools. No, I didn't know what to do because I wasn't taught that. Like, where did this come from? Yeah. Like, <laughs> What I think is so great about our community is that, especially when we start in the junior high, then we see these kids as they get older. And even going out to Bighorn or going out to Tongue River or, you know, the Schiffer School, all of those, we get to see these kids as they go from grade to grade. And so then they get to also see our presentations progress and get to learn new things. But we're familiar faces in the community. So if they ever do get into a situation, it's not like they're coming in and talking to a stranger. It's like, oh, that's Brittany. She did a presentation. Or, oh, that's Cassidy. She you know, was in our health class or, um, so it just creates a lot, um, healthier and productive relationships for in the future. And these kids, they can get nervous about asking these types of questions from an adult, you know, embarrassed. How do I ask this? How do I approach this situation? And that's how we, when, when we're giving our presentations, whether it's for kids or for adults, we want to present because we are a non-judgy organization. Bad things happen to people all the time, and we don't care who you are, what you look like, what color your clothes are, what color your hair is, how many tattoos you have, what your sexual orientation is, who your partner is, or who hurt you, or how they hurt you. That's not how we work. Right. We know that you have had some trauma there you are scared you need your safety addressed you need some resources and that's what we do mm-hmm. that's and how if, we approach all of those and and with all those services going into the schools helping individuals helping uh, you know people in the dead of night if you feel that this is something that you really want in your community because i do we've got something coming up wild yeah. gives yeah uh now now uh, real quick we had some folks in here talking about Y.O. Gives yesterday, but would you give us just a quick update on what Y.O. Gives is and how you're taking part? Well, our Y.O. Gives is a yearly 24-hour push for fundraising in the state of Wyoming. It is nonprofits across the whole state. However, the Advocacy and Resource Center, we have been, this is our third year participating, and every year we have raised more and more money. It is, like I said, 24 hours to raise a certain amount of dollars. There's the huge... Um, charitable foundation out of Jackson Hole who is willing to give each nonprofit up to $10,000 match. So for every $1 you give to the Advocacy and Resource Center, we will get $2. So, um, and then I also have another match of $5,000. So every $1 oh. you give me, I get $3. That's fantastic. So um, up to $5,000, and then, of course, the $10,000 goes a little bit further. But, you know, with our fe- federal funding, um, we took another cut this year. 
And it is super, super scary in the world of nonprofit to get cut. And um, we are going out into the community and we are asking for help because we know that our services are important in this community. We know that what we do helps people and helps families. You've looked in their eyes, Yvonne. Um, we, you know, I, I did a, a presentation once actually, I was in uh, at the beginning of one of our fundraisers and the reality is, is our advocates look into their eyes. We feel their pain. We sit with them when they're crying. We sit with them when they're scared. We sit with them while they are going through the hardest things in their lives. Our advocates are super important to this community. And not only do we sit with victims, but we also assist alongside law enforcement the police department, the sheriff's office, the county attorney's office, our sister agencies like Compass, DFS, and those agencies. We all have a different role, and we are all super important. But, like, we can't do what we do without them, and they can't do what they do without us. So it's just super important for our community to have an agency like ours. And the Advocacy and Resource Center is actually three agencies in one. Mm-hmm. So we are, I'm working with four full-time advocates, a director, and a part-time money lady, our business manager, and we are assisting 500 people a year. Wow. Wow. And that is literally from a moment of crisis or a telephone call all the way through their whole criminal justice journey or relocation or protection orders or safety planning or clothing or getting a new place to live or daycare and a job and just some life skills. Mm-hmm. We are assisting victims, one person, up to two, three years. So tell me where I need to go on July 13th. On July 13th, org Advocacy and Resource Center. Um, it's going to be, it's a social media platform. It is a website. So anybody, whether you are on Facebook, Instagram, all of those other things. Mm-hmm. It is wildgives.org. You can search up Sheridan County and they will give you a list of the nonprofits. Now, I can also bring a donation right to your door. You can bring a donation right to my door. If you bring a donation to my door, it does not go towards the match. They are only matching the things that are on the website. However, yes, bring yeah. dollars to me to the door. If you feel more comfortable doing yes. that. Yeah. Um, if you feel more comfortable bringing cash or writing a check. Then just, uh, then just do that. Where's the address? Where's the... 136 Coffeen, right across from Ridley's. All right. Ladies, thank you so much for coming in today. It's always a pleasure having you Thank you so much. You thank you. Time. And thank you for everything that you guys do for the community. Thank you. We love it. That's what keeps us going. And thank God we've got you. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it. and financial money management isn't just about dollars and cents it's about dreams and opportunities and more importantly family we'll take time to get to know you then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you to learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you visit elias and financial online or call 307-672-3010 securities offered through royal alliance associates inc member finra sipc 
The election boundaries have been redrawn to comply with 2022 legislation, and these changes may have affected your voting precinct, polling place, House and Senate districts, or school district. If you received a blue card in the mail, please check it for changes that have affected you. If you have moved or have questions, don't wait until the August 16th primary election to ask. Call the Sheridan County Election Office today at 674-2515. That's 674-2515 or email elections at SheridanCountyWY.gov. Stop! Step away from that grizzly bear and leave the bison calf alone. If you're looking for the perfect memento of your trip to Wyoming, Legacy Diamond and Gems offers safe and beautiful alternatives, including Wyoming Bucking Horse and their exclusive Bighorn Mountain Jewelry. They're crafted in gold or silver and are available with any gemstone of your choice. Hurry down and see Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. There's still time to save on every purchase at Moss Holders 4th of July sale. Through July 6th, every single item at Moss Holders will be discounted. Save on every piece of furniture for your living room, dining room, bedroom, and more. Moss Holders showroom is full of in-stock inventory that you can take with you today. If you can't find the perfect piece in stock, every special order will be sale priced as well. Moss Holders always offers no interest financing with approved credit. That's Moss Holders 4th of July sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. The office supply department continues to expand at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. Need office supplies? We're here to help. We're adding more in-stock items all the time. You can also go online to SheridanCommercial.com and view over 42,000 office supply items that you can have delivered to your office or to our store. We'll even deliver them. SheridanCommercial.com is an office supply mega website. The Sheridan Commercial Company office supply department inside at 303 Broadway or online at SheridanCommercial.com. Sheridan Wild Rodeo, one of the biggest events in Sheridan. Time for family, friends, and visitors from all over the world to come home. The First Federal Bank and Trust family would like to extend a big welcome home to everyone. First Federal is a true community bank, investing and giving back in our community, sponsoring the nightly Indian relay races, the live coverage of the Friday morning broadcast, plus some fun rodeo trivia on SheridanMedia.com. So welcome home from the First Federal Bank and Trust family, a true community bank for over 85 years. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan.